2: and three hotels in Sri Lanka this morning stands at 207 with 450 other people injured. BBC correspondent Caroline Rigby says the attackers chose Easter morning as an opportunity for maximum carnage.
3: These churches would have been incredibly busy because of that. There were services taking place at the time, um, we understand, and so it was a lot of people would have been there, so there's no kind of real surprise that that many people would have been injured in these blasts.
2: Several suspects have been arrested, but no group has claimed responsibility for the bombings or several smaller ones took place this morning across the country. Pope Francis has denounced the attacks in Sri Lanka as he celebrated the most joyful moment on the Christian liturgical calendar at the Vatican this morning. This is SRN News.
1: Easter egg hunts, delicious candy, baking the perfect ham, time with family. Easter is a day of great celebration. For many, today means much more than snacking on peeps and dying boiled eggs. Oh, you did boil them first, right?
4: My bad, guys. That's my bad. For
1: many listeners, Easter Sunday also has deep religious importance. However you celebrate, AM 1280 The Patriot wishes you and your family a safe and joyous Easter Sunday. Geez Louise, it is a beautiful
5: Easter Sunday today Mostly sunny skies, 78 degrees it's, it's, it's absolutely fantastic out there It's great And the best and longest running conservative news talk show in the Twin Cities Is on AM 1280 The Patriot Join Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson of the Northern Alliance Radio Network Every Saturday and Sunday afternoon at 1pm each week The NARN brings you the best in local political and conservative news talk It's the NARN each Saturday and Sunday at 1-3pm to 3 p.m. Speaking of Brad Carlson, his show
6: starts right now the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering, go flight. Master control, go flight. Studio engineer, go, go flight. flight. We are go for launch in t minus three, two, one.
1: We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM-1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. here is The Closer, Brad Carlson. AM-1280
7: The Patriot. I it is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. But Back it, but with another crazy. edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Now. Thank you, as always, for tuning into our show. To you can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call to 651-289-4488 If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, hey, feel free to do so Just use hashtag NarnShow That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions as always Thanks for checking us out uh, It may be uh, You may be listening to the podcast because today is Easter Sunday So I know a lot of you have plans uh, Attending your uh, favorite uh, place of worship As well as spending time with your family, what have you uh, but uh, blessed Easter holiday to you all. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Easter. A couple of segments this broadcast, and you heard the top of the hour news, SRN News, the disturbing uh, developments taking place in Sri Lanka where there were some bombings of churches and hotels, something that had Sri Lankan authorities had been made aware of this week. And yet uh, these uh, awful... Atrocities still took place. And um, once again, like we've talked about on this program before, it's these uh, soft targets when acts of terror take place, whether, you know, obviously at these Christian churches on Easter Sunday, where there's arguably heightened attendance. And then, of course, we remember the mosques in New Zealand uh, last month. It was during Friday prayer, which, of course, is a tradition of the Muslim faith. And, um, you know people engaging in their in their faith-filled activities.
5: Now um uh happy easter everybody first of all. I hope everybody's having a wonderful day out today. Um, have, have I
7: introduced you to my board op Jason? Uh, I mean you've introduced me. He's before. a valuable contributor to the broadcast. Hey, so uh, for those of you who've not met Jason, uh he he will occasionally chime in and we appreciate his comments cuz you know, I sometimes I feel like I'm screaming out into the void, but you uh, I mean you
5: are you, you are. <laughs> I'm just here to bring you back into the void in and give you get a little that. Far Thank from you. that. Um but uh literally we were just listening to the news update 2 seconds ago. This is the first time hearing of it. So can you give me a little bit more update of what happened?
7: Yeah, so obviously some Easter services were taking place uh you know over in Sri Lanka. They're I don't know how many hours ahead of us. This is news that broke early this morning. Okay. People just it it was a uh uh, specifically Christian churches were targeted because obviously yeah. on Easter Sunday yeah. there's going to be heightened attendance at Christian churches and some people like to joke say well I'm a priester, I go to church on Christmas Easter only. You I know. call that a CEO.
5: CEO that yes. works
7: too yes yeah. yes and uh, obviously there's going to be uh, more attendance at these Christian churches and again I, right. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on the news I, I first saw it this morning uh, before I left the house to go to our 9 o'clock service and then our pastor of course mentioned it and indicated that uh, you know certainly uh, say a prayer for those folks and that were affected and those who unexpectedly went to to see Jesus today they didn't expect to but uh, that's part of uh, the Easter message is uh, uh you know we, that uh, death is not permanent
5: that's terrible um yeah. do they have a toll or anything like that I missed that part I've seen a, I've
7: I've seen about 150 jeez really between oh, these man. hotels and churches and again Ugh. I was seeing some uh I was seeing some indications that Sri Lankan officials had been made aware of this. Okay, and now I'm seeing um, uh, are, there's a, upwards of 207. Oh, no, no, 207 have been killed, 450 wounded after eight eight explosions Jeez. rocked hotels and churches. So, yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that within the context of. Uh, uh Easter Sunday definitely a very uh, sobering thing but but another reminder um when you're in your place of worship it is a, it's a soft target yeah. because you are focused on obviously your worship and you're lost in that and uh unfortunately some churches aren't as secure as others now when there are bombings that are that are taking place um uh, you know that's how how do you detect something like that do you go around with uh you know dev- bomb searching devices bomb sniffing dogs to you know this is something that uh, we'll we'll learn a little bit more about in the coming days but the fact that there were uh the government there was alerted uh to these possible attacks i i mean and again how how do you pin it down to which churches which hotels so oh, god that's awful so, Thoughts some prayers out to everybody over in sri lanka man. yeah absolutely and uh, of course um You know, those who obviously perished in this attack and then their survivors are left behind that not only maybe be injured, but lost loved ones in this. So, yeah, uh, perfectly stated, Jason, thoughts and prayers to uh, uh, all those folks over there. Uh, We will get back to that. But obviously, the big news um, from this past week was the release of the Mueller report. And we'll get to that as well. But it is Easter Sunday. And like I said, uh, I always like I've kind of made it a tradition because I typically will broadcast live on Easter Sunday. I've made it a tradition. uh, Comedian Jim Gaffigan kind of pondered, you know, why is it we utilize a bunny and Easter eggs and, like, chocolate candy as the symbol of Easter? What's that all about? What does that have to do with Jesus? Well, uh, comedian Jim Gaffigan kind of pondered that, and um, maybe he has the answers for us. So we want to play that audio? Easter, that's a weird tradition.
6: Easter, the day Jesus rose from the dead. What should we do? How
0: about eggs?
6: Well, what does that have to do with Jesus?
0: All right, we'll hide him.
2: (laughs) I don't
1: don't follow your logic.
6: Don't worry, there's a bunny. (laughs) Ridiculous.
1: Oh, there it
7: is. I've been wondering all these years, what does that have to do with Jesus? And Jim Gaffigan encapsulated perfectly right there. We appreciate it. Leave it to a stand-up comedian. To finally unravel the mystery, I, I've never, to, I've never
5: thought about it really that much. But why, why do we have an Easter bunny? Why do we have Easter eggs, and why do we hide them and put candy in them for kids to find? Like,
7: don't worry, there's a bunny.
5: Did not you hear how he explained it? I must have missed it in the Bible or something. <laughs> there must have been a section somewhere that I missed. Maybe I, a page I, was torn
7: out. Well, you know, it's it's kind of the same thing we ponder about the birth of Jesus, i.e., Christ, the Christmas holiday. Why is a uh, a big, fat man in a red suit in and in a bowl full of jelly. I don't know. Uh, well, why. for the
5: presents, that's why. Uh, yeah, I guess. That's uh, all I care about in that regard. There in you terms go. of Christmas. There, there Santa Claus brings the presents. That's all I
7: want. Indeed, indeed. So there you have it. Uh, again, that's uh, something we like to uh, start off uh, each Easter broadcast. And, of course, we'll wrap it up with uh, talking about the real meaning of Easter. And, you know, there's a lot of news stories that have occurred this past week. Obviously, everybody was just numb watching the footage over in Paris of the burning of Notre Dame, uh, you know, obviously the, that uh, uh, monument uh, dedicated to the uh, Western faith values uh, going up in flames, and how at the end of it all, much of what was on the inside was somehow preserved. And how symbolic was that, where you saw this big shining cross that managed to survive the carnage? Is that not perfect symbolism for Holy Week? that you experience something, an atrocity so awful in, in the, you know within the context of, say, Jesus being nailed to the cross and the horrific suffering and death that he endured and then three days later he rose again and the grave was empty and he is risen. And how we watch in horror uh, the fire that is taking place at Notre Dame in, in Paris, and yet at the end of it all, Uh, The very symbol of the resurrection managed to survive it, managed to endure that. It's very, very symbolic. And uh, there there aren't any accidents with God. I'll just tell you that. You can't tell me that uh, there is not a God with a plan. I'll, I, I, I'll just I'll just throw that out there for you. It also only took three days to raise enough money to rebuild
5: the thing, and then some, too. Didn't it make, like, I don't know, a bunch of private investments upwards of, like, more than $100 million I know or there was something a, like
7: that? Yeah, I know there was a European uh, billionaire himself who pledged, I think, close to that very amount in and right. of itself. And, you know... That that's kind of a this may be kind of a tangent, but we have a two hour radio show, so we can maybe go on tangents once in a while. I'm for them actually, but <sighs> this was something that when when this story came out on Facebook, you know, people post this story on Facebook how uplifting and inspirational that someone was willing to ple- pledge part of their personal wealth to rebuild this, mm-hmm. and then you get these virtue signals like, "Come on." Well, how many people are going hungry that could benefit right. from all these extra dough? And that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. I get the and, yeah. and 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 I'm someone who I wish I had limitless resources because I see so many people in need. And you know, I I, I don't. It, it's not. I don't think it would be appropriate to disclose how much my wife and I give to charity, but we give with that in mind, and we know that it's never enough. But here's the thing: we can never outgive the Lord, and so. It's, it has a potential to be multiplied. Now, I don't know how God will work in this situation. That's the great uh, mystery of the Lord, is like his ways are much higher than ours. He sees the end from the beginning. But this idea that we don't care about those who are suffering from a horrible plight because we're willing to donate to a house dedicated to the Lord, I, I just— I. I, I I don't see the 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 reference there, or why that need to, needed to be made. I mean, again, if you feel the need to lecture about, well, that money could be diverted to others. Well, then, you know, maybe in response to that, start I don't know, start a GoFundMe page or start your own ministry, perhaps. I mean, there's plenty of opportunities, but. That kind of seems to be the thing in a day of social media. We immediately take to social media to vent our frustrations. Right.
5: And I think it gets into pretty dangerous territory when you start quantifying charity and generosity. Oh, sure. Because it's to the eye of the beholder, you know, it's whoever's money that is. And they get to decide ultimately where that money goes. And sure, like maybe they'll pocket the money themselves. They may not give it to charity. But if they at least give their money to anybody who is in need, let's not. Pick and choose who needs it the most, because that's doing a disservice not only to the person giving the money, but also to sure. the people that need the money.
7: Yeah, and that's that, that's an excellent point. Is is that uh, and who's to, you know I don't know anything about this gentleman's faith. This uh, European uh, billionaire whose name escapes me. I don't, I don't know anything about his faith, but um, who's to say? I mean, maybe this was under thoughtful prayer and meditation. He decided to uh, to donate to this uh, to this let's face it this very historic monument there's no doubt about it so uh as we're seeing with this with the burning of notre dame and obviously the horrific events that took place at the sri lankan places of worship as well as a ho- as well as hotels um god can make something beautiful out of anything out of the most adverse circumstances and again People think, what? Two hundred and seven people killed, four hundred and fifty injured. How can he? How can you possibly spin that to be something good? And I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying, in all things, give no thanks, not for all things. I'm not thankful for people dying or being injured in these horrific events. But in this, God, if we really pay attention and listen, God can be shown. He can be heard. And how many people? can be positively impacted through this. I mean, let's face it, we're, we we live in a world where it's not like heaven. There are there are going to be there is going to be evil that permeates here on this earth. It's inevitable. But how we handle it in the aftermath, I think is is the most important, but in the in the here and now, yeah, there are people that are just devastated by the fact that loved ones perished in this just senseless senseless attack. And Instead of being lectured to on how to handle their how to handle it, their grief and sorrow, instead of lecturing to them, we should just lift them up in prayer and and just pray that they have the the mindset to uh, to go forward. Because I I can't imagine you know going to celebrate perhaps the most joyful time in the Christian faith, i.e. the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. I can't imagine just the anticipation of that, and then all of a sudden, boom. Your life is completely altered, as you know it, without warning. You know, I, So those people deserve our prayer, not our scorn. That's for certain. Uh, tell you what, we're going to come back. We are going to get to the news of the week because, well, I'm here to do the show live, and there was some big news this past week, and we will get to that. And we're here to take your phone calls, too, on any of the subjects we discuss, 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow, Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
6: Want to know the secret that all those flipping houses gurus won't tell you? Flipping multi-unit properties is easier and more profitable than flipping single-family homes. With over 17 years of experience, we here at RE Mentor will show you the art of buying and selling multi-unit properties. Come spend the afternoon or evening with our team of experts, and we'll show you how you could put ten dollars to $30,000 in your pocket over the next 90 days. This two-hour class will teach you the art of the multi-unit flip. You'll learn how to buy, hold, and sell multi-unit properties with no money down, no credit, and no risk. You risk nothing but have everything to gain. This intensive two hour real estate class is coming to the Minneapolis area soon. Call 800 491 1654 to secure your seat. This seminar is free to the first 30 people that call. Change your life now and learn the art of the multi unit flip or long term hold. Call 800 491 1654. That's 800 491 1654.
3: Every parent has seen a time where dinner is on the table and one of the parents is trying to help the child with the homework. And it explodes in your face. You all of a sudden have one child crying, not wanting to do math. Dad is upset. Mom is standing there looking with her hands up in the air. What do we do now? That was the time when we went to the professionals at Mathnasium. Hi, I'm Brenda from Southwest Minneapolis. We discovered that Skylar needed a little bit of, um, of help during fall parent-teacher conferences in the second grade. That's why we went to Mathnasium. The results that we've seen so far are just stellar. At the beginning of school last year, she essentially did not want to go to school. Six months into the program, she was basically counseling and helping other kids in her math group. Her confidence ballooned. I would highly recommend Mathnasium.
4: Enroll now so your child can finish the school year with improved grades and confidence. Get a free trial and $100 off enrollment by visiting the advertiser page at am1280thepatriot.com.
0: He arrived right at noon to get the toilet in shape when all of a sudden their dog Hershey escaped and rather than stand there flat on his feet he set down his tools and chased her down the street. He's your Benjamin Franklin Plumber and he's a true legend. 952-933-8888 Save $200 on water heaters. Dogs love warm baths too.
7: Welcome back, AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Keeping tabs on the, uh, you know, as Jason and I talked about it at length in this first segment, the uh, uh, bombing of the uh, Sri Lankan churches uh, perpetrated by suicide bombers is now um what i'm reading here so uh again that uh, i was like uh, i when i heard about bomb threats i'm like well do people like implant devices in these churches no these were suicide bombers so yeah that's uh, even harder to uh, to detect even thwart that's for sure uh, as of right now seven suspects have been arrested uh, as it emerged, the country's police chief had warned of an Islamic extremist plot to target prominent churches just 10 days earlier, but no group has yet claimed responsibility for the attack. This is from the Daily Mail, a U.K. newspaper. So that's uh, the latest I've read. Uh, there is a curfew in place right now. Well, it's it it's just prior to midnight in Sri Lanka right now. They are uh, 10 and a half hours ahead of us time-wise, so, um, yeah, they most people are— Obviously, seek, have taken shelter as a result, but I'm sure they're still rocked by this um, these awful atrocities that took place at about 8.30 in the morning uh, Sri Lankan time, which uh, I guess that would have been about uh, 10 o'clock, nine, 9 o'clock maybe, our time, 9 p.m., 9.30. So, yeah, I I, I guess um, I turned in pretty early last evening, so I wasn't uh, aware of this news as it uh, developed, but we'll certainly keep an eye upon it to to be certain. I want to weigh in on obviously the big news story here in the U.S. this past week and had to do with the release of a redacted version of the Mueller report. Uh, this, of course, had to do with uh, special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into Russian interference in the U.S. election and if indeed the Trump campaign or members of the Trump team colluded with Russia in an effort to influence the election or or the outcome of the election uh, to defeat Hillary Clinton, obviously, in the 2016 uh, presidential race. Now, there are so many elements, and I could literally take the whole two hours talking about this, but I don't want to do that. However, if we do get callers and we have callers that want to take up a couple hours talking about this, fine, 651 289 Four four eight eight is the number to call, and you can also weigh in via Narn Show hashtag NARN Show on Twitter, and uh, also the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Feel free to weigh in there as well. But again, a lot of components to this. But the one I want to focus on, and this this was this was absolutely crazy to me, uh, because I I particularly CNN was the biggest uh, offender of this, and how they were breathtakingly talking about collusion pretty much each and every night for two years, close to two years, when this investigation got going about, I think, May of 2017 was when it officially got going. And when the Mueller report was released about a month ago to the Attorney General, William Barr, and then two days later, William Barr issued a four-page summary of the report saying there was no evidence of collusion found, uh, then the media conveniently pivoted to, well, <laughs> I mean, uh, well, we never suspected there was really collusion, but uh, is, uh, but but what about the obstruction? What about the obstruction charges? He, uh, uh, Robert Mueller kind of left that open-ended. And there may be something to that when we get to that aspect of it a little bit. But it was astonishing to me how the media just completely glossed over that. And you could already tell they were launching Preemptive strikes, so to speak, because as it got closer to special counsel Robert Mueller finishing his work, the media was already starting to backtrack. Or some of Trump's harshest critics are saying, eh, you know, I, I, I don't see a lot of collusion here. But you know what? Uh, this uh, there, There's still a lot of question about uh, a lot of these indictments that have come down. Because once it the Mueller office indicated, OK, there are no longer going to be any more indictments of people surrounding the Trump team, that was kind of the cue that there really wasn't any uh, collusion because those that were indicted, the likes of Paul Manafort and Michael Flynn and Michael Cohen, George Papadopoulos, uh, no, not Webster's dad from the 1980s uh, sitcom. Some of you might get that reference. Uh, I certainly don't. <laughs> I didn't figure you did. You probably weren't even born in the 1980s. So 94, that, but that, so close. But makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. So. Uh, none of the none of those indictments had anything to do with colluding with the russians it was you know several different aspects of campaign activities but nothing regarding collusion so i'll read a little bit from red state and then jason got a couple of uh, audio clips that i that i sent along to you Uh, The meltdown, this again, redstate.com, Brandon Morris. The meltdown on the left has manifested some very bizarre claims by various talking heads in their desperate attempts to make anything, and I mean anything, look like a chink in the Mueller Report's armor. Take, for instance, this panel on MSNBC where Neil Cattell, a former acting solicitor general and current SCOTUS lawyer, literally tries to explain that lawyers don't use the term collusion which he claims is a term only used by President Donald Trump. Thus suggests Katiel, Attorney General William Barr, is somehow in Trump's back pocket. It's not exactly difficult to look back and find all the times that the term collusion was used by everyone in the media to paint Trump as a, rushing, uh, a Russian operative. Uh, this is something Matt Wilking posted in a fun music video featuring everyone in the media, politicians and their grandmothers, Using the term, uh, that's a nice transition to uh, Jason. Cut number one. Here we go. Again, this collusion is only the Trump term. Okay, keep that in mind as you listen to this audio clip. Cut number one. Trump,
5: Russia, possible collusion. You know what? I think that first cut was that Song of the Summer thing that we did a couple weeks ago. You are correct. Uh, oh, so that's the one you do want to play? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Let me do that again. Sort okay. of collusion. Trump. Russian, Trump, Russian possible collusion. Trump Russian metal collusion. Trump Russia. Possible collusion. Trump, Russian eventually collusion.
4: Russia. collusion. Trump, Russia. Possible collusion. Trump,
0: Russian possible collusion. Trump, Russian collusion. Trump, Russia, Russian collusion. Trump, Russia, possible collusion. Trump. Russian possible collusion. Russian
3: Trump, Russian possible
6: collusion.
0: Trump Russia, possible
6: collusion. Trump with the
8: Russians,
6: collusion. Collusion with the Russians. Trump Russia, possible collusion. 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 Trump Russia, potential collusion. Trump Russia, potential collusion.
9: and
4: the Kremlin and be in collusion with Putin and the Kremlin and be in collusion and Putin. And the equivalent, as they in collusion, seventeen agencies. Seventeen
3: of our intelligence agencies have confirmed. our intelligence,
1: seventeen intelligence, seventeen of them.
7: Okay, there you have it. So yeah, that was uh, something that a mashup that kind of came out once the Mueller report was le- released about a month ago. And yes, we did play that on the air. In fact, that was a fun show because Sunday, that's when Attorney General Barr issued his four-page summary. While we were doing the show, and we of course uh, listened in on uh, Fox News talking about it, and then uh, played that mashup. So, but again, Trump and his Attorney General are the only ones using the term collusion, right? Right? All right? Okay. Um, CNN uh, contributor Mary Catherine Ham. Yeah, she was kind of noticing once the redacted Mueller report was released and how these media, her media cohorts, were saying, "Ah, you know, it was just a just a, uh, just a uh, Trump term collusion." Yeah, Mary Catherine Hamm, she wasn't having any of it. Cut number two.
4: And these goalposts are going to be very heavy if you want to do it for the next eighteen months, <laughs> um, because the idea of coalescing that the idea of collusion, which everyone we all know used for two years as a shorthand for a conspiracy in a large criminal sense, um, the idea that we did not use that for that um, and that that conclusion does not matter and that therefore it's like somehow improper to point out that there was no collusion as we meant it for the last two years, uh, I think, is an operation in gaslighting. Um, There was no collusion. It is good news. It's great news he wasn't a foreign asset uh, and that he is the duly elected president.
7: Okay, there you have it. And kudos to Mary Catherine Hamm, because she was on a panel. CNN, my God, they could have fielded their own baseball team. There was literally nine people on that panel ready to talk about the Mueller report being released. And Mary Catherine Hamm probably was in the minority with this perspective. Okay? Because they were all just dismissing uh, Trump and his attorney general saying that there was no collusion. Now, does that say, is that to say that the Trump team was completely cleaned and acted uh, above reproach on this? Of course not. I, I just named a bunch of names that were indicted related to campaign activities or while, or in their role with the campaign. Okay, it didn't have anything to do with collusion, didn't have anything to do with uh, conspiracy and getting together with a, with a foreign government to uh, interfere in the election. But this was something that was brought to the intelligence agency's attention that there was likely to be a Russian hacking attempt of our election. And then in December of 2016, it was confirmed, yeah, Russians did attempt to hack our election, and there was some nefarious activities taking place by by the Russians. Who was president in December 2016? Because Trump wasn't inaugurated until January of 2017, so he wasn't president. Huh. Anyway, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Show hashtag NARNShow. We're going to be talking a little bit more about this because, oh, yeah, a lot of layers to the Mueller report being released this past week. We'll do it when we come back on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere.
9: Where do you go for the latest news and insight into what's happening in Minnesota policy and politics? Americans for Prosperity Radio. Join host Jason Flores for conversation about the issues that matter most and to get the knowledge you need to make a difference. From City Hall to the State Capitol to the halls of Congress, we're pulling back the curtain and giving you an inside perspective on the economy, healthcare, education, and more. Americans for
1: Prosperity, Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280. The Patriot.
2: If you have hair loss, then I have great news for you. This is Mike Greenley, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. I urge you to log on to INeedMoreHair.com. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss, INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, their results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as three dollars per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. Ineedmorehair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. dot The consultations are free and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details.
0: I needmorehair.com Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford new windows for america
9: get 50 percent off installation of your new maintenance-free replacement windows now from new windows for america stay safe by having maintenance-free windows that don't need painting and all of your window cleaning can be done from the inside their windows are easy to open and let in the spring fresh air and include a reinforced locking mechanism to keep your home safe Replacement windows can chop hundreds of dollars off your utility bills. New Windows for America completes most installations in a single day. They have a staggering selection of styles and designs to give your home a fresh, exciting look. Ask about their lifetime guarantee on parts, materials, and labor, including broken glass installation, forever. Hundreds of Patriot listeners have trusted New Windows for America. Get 50% off installation of your new maintenance-free replacement windows, plus 18 months no interest financing. Google New Windows for America today. Savings end April 30th. No way!
3: do basketball, choir, drama club, and marching band all have in common. They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of a typical Minnesota high school's budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities, they're more than extracurricular. They're extra important, too. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
7: Welcome back, AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson, live on an Easter Sunday, a blessed Easter holiday to you and yours. Here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, that's hashtag Show. For any comments or questions, and uh, as always, we appreciate you tuning in uh it's been widely established there was uh, no collusion between the trump uh team and the russian government in an effort to affect the 2016 election now that's not to say that there wasn't some um uh, eh, shall we say uh, shady behavior going on but whether it was uh, deemed to be uh, prosecutable obviously I would think if there was a case where they would be prosecuted for these activities, particularly obstruction, okay, members of the Trump team, it would have happened. Uh, But like I say, there's a laundry list of members of the Trump campaign. You know, I've named names, Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, you know, the president's personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, uh, George Papadopoulos, just to name a few, Michael Flynn, who was his uh, NSA advisor for a time. Okay, there was some definitely some issues in there there's no doubt about it but as far as the president himself obstructing justice you know that was kind of left open-ended and of course the the, the phrase the media is clinging to is like well you know the uh, the special counsel didn't uh, says the report doesn't exonerate him well see I'm, I'm no legal scholar but from what I but from what legal experts have written about this they have said in this country there is a standard of innocent until proven guilty. So unless you're proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt, you're assumed to be innocent. You're presumed innocent. Okay? That's a freedom that we as American citizens enjoy in this country, the president included. But, again, reading the Mueller report, I didn't read all 400 pages, so I've been uh, getting summaries from those who did read all 400 pages. And uh, this definitely wasn't flattering toward, toward President Trump. That much for cer- is for certain. But um, we'll get to that uh, in due time. But the one thing that I want to focus on, or one one aspect of this, I want to focus on, is how they the, um, savaging, for lack of a better word, of Attorney General William Barr, and basically trying to dele- delegitimize what he wrote in his four-page summary. And then when he came out with his press conference and said there's no evidence of collusion and there's going to be no obstruction charges, okay, because there isn't enough evidence there. And again, had there been sufficient evidence to move forward with it according to the special counsel and they could have proven it beyond a reasonable doubt, yeah, they probably would have gone forward. But I'll read this uh, post real quick. This, is a, this was in National Review, Victor Davis Hansen. Uh, The current progressive effort to demonize Attorney General William Barr is creepy, but then again, not so strange. He came into the office with singular experience and an excellent reputation from past service. As Attorney General, he has followed the law to the letter in handling the release, redactions, and dissemination of the Mueller report. His summaries of the report proved factual. They were not contested by Robert Mueller or his team. Now, that's an important point I want to bring up real quick, because you remember BuzzFeed came out with this bombshell report, which major news outlets like CNN were were touting on their newscasts, saying uh, BuzzFeed reports. Remember the BuzzFeed report that came out? I think it was in April. Um, not No, not April. Um, had to have been sooner than that because the Mueller report was released March 22nd. I think it was maybe February, March timeframe, whenever it was. They came out and said they had evidence, BuzzFeed obtained evidence through, I don't know, documents, interviews, whatever, that President Trump ordered his personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, to lie to Congress during Cohen's testimony about something having to do with the Trump campaign. I don't know if it was specifically the hush-hush payments uh, for Stormy, uh, Stormy Daniels and her dalliance with the president. Not 100% sure, but the point is, BuzzFeed had the source that Michael Cohen was directed by Trump himself to lie to Congress. Okay? And Mueller's office, who had been, just had their heads down, doing their work, didn't respond to any news stories surrounding their report, actually came out and refuted that. Okay? So when the Mueller office comes out and refutes a media outlet's report, in this case, BuzzFeed, um, you know it's serious. Because again, there was so much reckless speculation going on around the Trump-Russia investigation and the Mueller report didn't see fit to respond to it. It "Ah, That's what media does. But when a news outlet comes and says we have evidence that Cohen was directed a lie and Mueller report says "Ah, no, no, that's, that's, that's not true. Then you know it's some serious stuff and of course none of that was contained in the Mueller report. So My point in bringing that up is, don't you think if the Attorney General of the United States had made statements in his four-page summary and in his press conference that were factually dubious, there is a precedent for the Mueller team to come out and refute something that is just flat-out false, or there's no evidence to support said claim, okay? So this pig piling upon Attorney General Barr has no basis, but we know what it stems from. We know what the motivation is. And that is these people are angry that Trump is not going to be impeached, as they had hoped. That was the fantasy that they held up. And this is the thing I talked about when the uh, Barr's four-page summary was released about a month ago on that Sunday. We talked about this on, the, on, the very sh- on this very program. How people have put themselves in this position that what's bad for the country is good for their own self interests, is a horrible look. For example, people would have rejoiced if they'd have found out Trump was a basically a, a double agent, being used by the Russians, and therefore they helped him become president. And then Trump, once he's in the White House, can advance his own interests, and they would, some of those interests might be compatible with Russia's. That would have been a horrible thing for this country, absolutely awful thing for this country. But yet people were devastated that that was not the case. Because they have such disdain for Trump that they couldn't imagine him continuing to be president, so therefore, well, if the country suffers for a time, so be it. Well, do you think they, they they mistakenly think that the country will suffer just for a short period of time, then we move on to the next election and get a Democrat into the White House and all will be good. Well, no. If if, if our sitting president was a Russian agent, it would extend far beyond just the next election there would be irreparable harm that would be done to this country. And prominent leftists, this has been their thing. Bill Maher was another one uh, some months ago, came out and says, yeah, the economy is so good, Trump's got a uh, 58% approval rating in his handling of the economy. I hope the economy takes a nosedive just so we can get him out of there. Well, for an elite like Bill Maher, who's a multi-multi-millionaire, sure, it's okay if some people suffer in, in, in this economy, because, but as long as, as Trump gets kicked out of office, it's all good. Well, it's easy for Bill Maher to say because he's probably got financial resources that those of us in the middle class don't have. So I'm sorry, Jason, were you going to say something? Were you going to add to that?
5: Oh, uh, yeah. What I was thinking of, like uh, back to your point where um, I believe you said that no matter what, um, people are going to bring, blame either the previous presidency or the presidency after for the things that happened during a presidency. Because one thing I hear from a lot of my um, you know, people I'm close with, friends, family or whatever, that are more on the left side than on the right side is you know, anything that may be good in terms of economic growth in this country, They're just automatically going towards, oh, that was because of Obama. There's no way that Trump could have done anything to, I don't know, anything good, I guess, in this case. I'm just like, well, that's a really convenient answer. And not to say that Obama didn't put some policies in place to lead to economic growth. I'm not going to say how much or how little, but that's just way too convenient of an answer to just blame it on the previous presidency and to blame it on the next presidency as well. Because, look, I mean – whether you agree or disagree with what some of the things that Trump has done, not everything is going to be fixed the moment the next president takes office. It's going to be at least a year, maybe even more to, I guess, undo sure. the stuff if it even needs undoing in the first place. And so it's just that kind of stuff drives me crazy.
7: Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And the and the thing I always point to, it's undeniable that once the Tax Cut and Jobs Act was passed at the end of 2017, that businesses immediately saw Tremendous benefits because they made investments into their company. Okay, that was a direct result of a policy passed during the Trump administration. Now, again, I've I've been a, as harsh a critic of of Trump as anyone, but I'm willing to acknowledge successes if there are some. So, but that's yeah, that's an excellent point. Appreciate that. So, yeah, th- and again, I was just um just want to read a couple paragraphs from Victor David Hansen's piece on this um, effort to delegitimize Attorney General Barr. Uh, again, Robert Mueller has done his work. He didn't need the spotlight to complete his work. He took the time to do it, and it's done. And again, if there was any flat-out false statements that were made or factually dubious statements, the Mueller office has responded. The only time I can recall that they've done that, any high-profile incident, was with this BuzzFeed report, like I mentioned, where this BuzzFeed report says they have sources that it said Trump ordered michael cohen to lie to congress okay Mueller report disputes that, and guess what or the Mueller team disputed that and guess what it wasn't anywhere to be found in the Mueller report so um and buzzfeed they were the ones remember buzzfeed it was in december of 2016 a month before trump was inaugurated that they came out with that steel dossier and and basically released all the contents and said well we don't know if it's true but we're just going to put it out there and for people to look at and see what's being compiled and let the people decide it's like is that our journalist standards now no, we don't, we don't know if it's true, but we'll just put it out there for you to read. Kind of, uh, you know, sensationalize it, and yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll let you decide, it's like. It's
5: incredibly um, irresponsible, and it pisses me off when I see publications like that. That people Are we allowed us, to say
7: that word on the radio? Yes, we are. Okay. We are allowed to say
5: <laughs> piss off. In this case, we are absolutely allowed <laughs> not to. On the East,
7: not on Easter Sunday. There's subject, some yeah. other
5: words. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, no, I mean, it got me going, though, a little bit. I, pr- I mean, BuzzFeed drives me crazy. I mean, this is a problem both on the left and the right. We have publications that state themselves as being honest and truthful, but we know that they're not. BuzzFeed, I love your quizzes and everything like that, but I do not love your reporting, and... um. I don't remember the exact quote. You might have to look it up, but I know this is very much true. There is something written. Um, on a wall somewhere in the BuzzFeed newsroom that says something along the lines, we are going to report stories in this particular way. You'll have to look it up.
7: Okay, Um, interesting.
5: That comes from a pretty reliable source from my end, too. Like, There's something in their newsroom that says we're not going to report about this kind of stuff because we're trying to push a particular agenda. Again, I'm not the biggest fan of BuzzFeed, if you can't tell already.
7: No, that's perfectly fine. And uh, so... Yeah, that's uh, one aspect of it. And by the way, I remember during uh, Trump responding to the Steele dossier in December of 2016, he uh, called BuzzFeed a failing pile of garbage. And for a while, failingpileofgarbage.com linked to that video of Trump. So that was uh, it. The the domain name has since expired. So if you want failingpileofgarbage.com, it's available out there um, for you to buy it, I think. So anyways, well, we do want to wrap up this discussion on the Mueller report. Again, the Trump campaign... Not exactly coming out uh, smelling like a bunch of roses on this one. We'll talk about that aspect of it when we come back. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The closer, coming back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere.
1: AM 1280, The Patriot.
0: Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at nine five two. Five four four two eight three seven. that's 952 544 or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today.
3: Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management.
10: We're here at Creditrepair.com, the most recognized name in the industry when it comes to resolving credit report issues and getting that credit score up. With me I got Aaron. Aaron, what happens when people call creditrepair.com? A lot. Just one call gets any listener a free credit score, free credit report, and a free personalized credit evaluation right over the phone. In just a few minutes, you'll know exactly what's hurting your credit and get a personalized game plan to help restore it. And that can make a huge difference when it comes to getting those things that we want, like a new car, a new house, or even a brand. A new job. Absolutely. Your credit score is one of the first things lenders look at and our proven process can help remove those unfair or inaccurate items like late payments and collections from your credit report. In fact, on average, people who have used our service have seen significant improvement in their credit scores month after month.
6: What are you waiting for? Call creditrepair.com today. Call 800-851-5318. That's 800-851-5318. 800-851-5318.
10: Good day, welcome to our show. Today's topic, how to cover up your backyard. Well, I can't use my tube because it's not big enough, eh? No, but you got a lot of space back there. You know what would fit? What? An Arctic spa or Arctic swim spa. Oh yeah, take off. It would have helped with a cabin fever for sure. Why should we get one now instead of waiting for fall? Well, because there are model close-up pricing deals. You like a good deal. Showroom clearance deals, and the new models are also starting to show up in the showroom. Yeah, but aren't we going to have to pay a premium right now, no, eh? No! Premier Pool and Spa wants you to have the spa your dreams when you want it. They get you the very best deal any time of the year. They also bring them in by their truckload so you can take advantage of those big savings. It sounds like they're working hard for me. They want you to have the best hot tub. And it's made in Canada for those Minnesota winters, eh? For the very best price, eh? Yeah, save on all the Arctic spas today. Visit Premier Pool in Chanhassen at premierpools.com Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously
7: Welcome back, AM 1280, The Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network Me, Brad Carlson, live on an Easter Sunday, and Easter blessings to you all. Thank you for tuning in 651-289-4488 is the number to call changes every day. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Talking about the release of the redacted Mueller report this uh, past week. And isn't it amazing how everybody's preconceived notions and how they feel about Trump were particularly validated by what was in this report? It amazing how that happens. I mean, uh, and here's the thing I was talking about during my uh, Narn uh, pre-show that I do on Facebook Live every Sunday. It's William Barr, attorney general, conveyed a four page summary of the Mueller report when it was released to him on a Friday evening, and he had a four page summary 48 hours later. And people are like, oh, how could you go through hundreds of pages and summarize it in just four pages and 48 hours? That's a disgrace. Da-da-da-da-da. But yet, all of these leftist media, pardon the redundancy, had all of these facts and pontifications laid out before the report was even released. Uh, This past week. Isn't it amazing how that happens? Uh, It's like if you're going to have these standards of you need to take time to read the whole thing, why was there nine-person panels lined up on CNN within an hour after the Mueller report was released to give their opinions on it? Because we like our news and we like it right now, and we won't tolerate anything else. Yeah, it's a rhetorical question. I get that. But uh, anyways, well, like I said, there were a couple of aspects of this where the Trump campaign and Trump himself— not exactly covered in glory. Ben Shapiro, as always, a terrific job writing at the dailywire.com. Came up with a piece, Eight Things You Need to Know About the Mueller Report. Uh, I'll read a couple of points. Uh, point five that uh, Ben Shapiro came up with. Trump is a bully who has no problem prevaricating for political gain and encouraging others to do so. Uh, This report is humiliating for President Trump. He acted embarrassingly repeatedly with regard to Russia during the 2016 campaign. He defended Vladimir Putin. He lied about the Trump Tower in Moscow. He praised WikiLeaks. And then even acted more embarrassingly and immorally in order to avoid the consequences of his original activity. Thus, he instructed Donald Jr. to lie uh, to the press in his statement about the Trump Tower meeting. He tried to push Don McGahn to lie to the press regarding Trump's desire to fire James Comey. He tried, via Corey Lewandowski, to push Attorney General Sessions to talk about his innocence and constrict the scope of the Mueller investigation. He tried to pressure Sessions to unrecuse himself and publicly browbeat him to do so. He tried to get McGahn to fire Mueller based on nonsensical accusations of conflict of interest. All of this is immoral, wretched, terrible behavior. But according to the Mueller report, each of these instances only hints at violation of obstruction of justice. None of these incidents are dispositive, which brings us to point number six. Trump's team has prevented him from following through on his own worst instincts repeatedly. McGahn stopped Trump from firing Sessions and Mueller. He refused to comply with Trump's order to lie about the Mueller incident in a statement to the public. Jeff Sessions refused to unrecuse himself. Chris Christie refused to facilitate bizarre phone calls with James Comey. Rick Dearborn refused to threaten Jeff Sessions, and James Comey didn't invent his investigation of Mike Flynn. As a report notes, the president's efforts to influence the investigation were mostly unsuccessful, but that is largely because the persons who surrounded the president declined to carry out orders or accede to his requests. And then point number seven, uh, this will be the last one I read here. Uh, Trump probably wasn't trying to cover up anything. He was just rightly ticked off. This is Barr's point, and it happens to be true. Take, for example, Trump's reaction to Mueller's appointment. According to the report, Trump slumped in his chair and shouted, oh, my God, this is terrible. This is the end of my presidency. I am bleeped. Trump then added, everyone tells me if you get one of these independent counsels, it ruins your presidency. It takes years and years and I won't be able to do anything. This is the worst thing that ever happened to me. Note he didn't say he was upset that Mueller might find something. He was worried about the time suck. Trump routinely expresses his anger that the Mueller investigation kept going. He was very angry at James Comey for publicly for failing to publicly declare Trump himself wasn't under investigation, which would have been true. He was enraged at Jeff Sessions for failing to limit the scope of the investigation. Again, there was no underlying collusion to cover up. This was Trump lashing out, his aides stopping him or, in too many cases, lying to the public, but not the investigators, and Trump tweeting his rage at the universe. That's not corrupt intent. That's immature but understandable rage combined with ignorance about the presidency and the legal system. So these are all great takeaways uh, from the Mueller report. And again, this is why you can pretty much cherry pick the report to get whatever you want out of it.
5: Yeah. I've seen a lot of media publications stop at the I'm blanked part of the sentence or the quote right there. I'm
7: just like, that's irresponsible. Keep reading, please. Yeah, right, right. And uh, that's but that's the thing is that Trump repeatedly said this was a witch hunt, there's no collusion, yada, yada, yada. And to that aspect, it may be right, but there was some very questionable behavior uncovered. And a lot of Trump supporters come out and say, well, we knew that about him. You know, we knew that about him. But as long as he's uh, in office, as long as he's willing to fight and take the fight to the libs, something that a lot of these spineless other Republicans ne- that fail to do, then uh, we, we can live with this. And I, to which I say, That's fine. Your mileage may vary. I find it unacceptable and not becoming of a leader of this country. And again, someone at town hall wrote about this very thing. I forget who who specifically wrote about it, but he basically said this is one big taxpayer-funded opposition research because whomever Trump's opponent ends up being in 2020 is going to use this to hit back at Trump. And Trump can't refute it. And Trump is a known fabricator. And for him to say, no, none of that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Well, number one, Mr. President's in the report. And number two, uh, you don't have the reputation of having a grasp on the facts. That's for certain. So um, that covers the Mueller report uh, and the news surrounding it and the fallout surrounding it. Again, Trump's most staunch detractors and staunch supporters. It's not going to change really anybody's mind. Our number one in the books... Our number two coming up in mere moments, right here on this Easter Sunday on AM twelve eight of the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Back in mere moments, go nowhere.
4: Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, You will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, EVRcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned.
0: Geico presents yet another voicemail from your roommate.
3: about the kitchen turns out when there's a grease fire you're not supposed to throw water on it (laughs) who would have known right anyways the fire department is here and it's totally cool give me a call back when you get a chance
0: the geico insurance agency could help keep your personal property protected like if danger is your roommate's middle name visit geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance the world of business and investing is constantly changing how are you keeping up
10: with all the info Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, reading trade magazines, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. That's where Business 1440 steps in. We're your on-air guide through the fast-paced financial and business landscape. Up-to-the-minute business and investing news. Streaming now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com.
8: I had never been a trader. I hadn't even really studied a whole lot. And so I was... I was brand new to this. My name is Sam, I'm a student with OTA.
10: Tell me why you decided to take classes from Online Trading Academy.
8: I just was kind of at a crossroads. I wanted to uh, look for my next business opportunity and uh, financial markets had always just kind of appealed to me. Actually, what's nice about everything here with OTA, they can teach you to trade with very small amounts of money. Uh, and really build everything up from the ground floor. So you really don't need a lot of money to get going with this. Really amazing instructors.
10: How has Online Trading Academy changed your life?
8: I'm a little bit more in control of my destiny going forward. I'm not quite as worried about contract to contract. and know that I have some other sources of income.
5: Join us for a free investing class by calling pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com.